episode is sponsored by Pop Culture Gourmet Popcorn at popculturepops.com. That's pops with a Z. Because to be white in 1963, and I would argue still today, is to have the luxury, the privilege, if you will, of not having to know black and brown truth. You can be oblivious to the reality of people of color and suffer no consequence. Very, very segregated country. Millions of white Americans live in places where they rarely see anyone of a different race. You're listening to Your Neighborhood, a podcast for uncomfortable culture conversations, specifically about race. Do your thing, Christina and Jackie. Recording, thank you. Oh, Ooh, is it recording? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, we'll start over. Okay, okay. so we're, we're just... Okay. Yeah, we're just tapping it up about what's good in the hood. What's good in the hood. You want to talk about what's good in your hood? It's... Yes. You're looking at your calendar. Yes. Trying to figure out what you're talking about. this week was really gnarly, I think. Yeah. So I had, we had the hub thing we yep. did last week. I'll let you talk about that because you got yep. more what's good yep. with that, which was really cool. Going yep. to a, I've never been to a Jewish community center. No. Yeah. It was great. We went to a Summit Against Hate, but I will talk about that. Yeah, later. which was really cool. I got to read to two kindergarten classes last oh. week I was so you have no idea so happy I bet I love it I love it I love it I actually read a book from a girl that I know she writes this book called the holiday boys oh. and it was a scary I'm putting that in quotes book and the kids were in the classroom like oh, I loved it <gasps> and there was even a kid in the hallway there was this kid in the hallway as I'm reading that was stopped, and he was, like, staring in the classroom. That's so great. And I told him, I was like, there's somebody in the hallway. She was like, oh, it must be the book. I was like, <laughs> it was so. You guys do great dramatic readings, Oh, my goodness. Too. I love it. I love it because they're like, oh, and one kid, because it's about this guy. He's scary. And the one kid's like, I would have got my Nerf gun, and I went away, pew, 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 pew. Oh, it was so cute. <laughs> that is so cute. It was the cutest. That was a highlight because when you read to little kids, I am like a celebrity. When I walk in the classroom, Miss Jackie. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. I've never been any place where people have been so excited for your presence. Yeah. I love that. I know kids have that way of doing things or making you feel so loved. They make me feel And you don't even have to do very much. Nope. Read them a book. Nope, I'm just reading a book. And I get paid. I make them hug me by paying. But then I ended up having some businessy stuff like what you know we're working the school systems working on budgets and stuff so I went to a meeting about what that looks like why they're budgeting things a certain way what are the new things that we have to do with the state you know with the governor's budget and all that good stuff learning about standards and why stuff is not funded and if the money isn't in the bill then it's not real like all this so I'm just learning that's great sort of stuff um and then again, oh, then we had our storytelling. Yeah, nice. that's what I was going to include in my. But you got, I'll let you talk okay, about that. Okay. And then more legislation stuff. Okay. Look at so, you. A busy yeah. doing good work in the neighborhood. Trying, right? trying yeah. to understand, y'all. When you're trying to get into civics, it's. It's it not easy. Not that easy. is a complaint that we have. They don't make it easy. They do not make it easy. Yeah. Like elected officials, I feel like, or the media should cover more things locally because. I mean, yeah, it's a whole other conversation. It's a whole conversation. But it is, and it it is, 
relevant to what we talk about because it's our neighborhood. So we're talking about yeah. civics in our neighborhood. And here's the thing. We encourage people to get into their neighborhoods and do yeah. their civics, but it's not easy. It's not. So let's acknowledge that for people. It's not. Yeah, it's not easy to figure out who your Congress people are when the elections are up. And if you're a busy person, which we all are, it can be a lot. Yeah, we spent the day at the at the Capitol, at our Capitol meeting, our legislators. We took a bunch of kids up there. And I kid you not, I spent probably... 15 minutes just verifying my senator. Yeah, I know. Because I got nervous and I was like, I'm Wait, pretty this sure this guy. I know. I'm, this is my guy. Yeah. I'm sure this is my guy, but no I'm not kidding. sure. And it was no, like, we have like a state. I live in District 100 for my, um, it's my, oh, cool, here I go. I think it's my delegate. And I still don't know when he's running. There's supposed to be an election in November. I don't know who's running against. Yeah, you know, it's just confusing. It's a lot. There's no information anywhere. So but The great thing is about this weekend for me is that there are organizations that help put these things together. So, like, I went to this roundtable and this lady laid out all of That's the criminal so justice great. bills that are on the table Isn't that great where to have they people are. Like that? Yes, I love them. Like, all the education, but they laid it all out. So, the it was for the League of Women Voters, which was amazing. So, I'm sure there are plenty, there are lots of organizations that do it. That's that a place it. to look instead of your yep. local media. Yeah, unfortunately. But, that yeah. It out and it's I really only get involved with matters to me so that was a great I think that was a great oh and then I was elected president of my civic league yeah that's, that's a big deal good. it is a big deal I don't so know if it's what's civic, good well, <laughs> I love you I don't know if it's good but it happened but it happened <laughs> tell people what a civic league is because it is interesting to I've never seen one in Norfolk or yes, except for in, in Norfolk. Norfolk me neither me either so the civic league is a um organization within a community that sort of liaisons with the city so like i i would i would take it as if i live so we live in norfolk and there's these little town there's little subset cities so like i live in the part of town that's called valentine place you live in the part of town that's called ward's Ward's corner Corner. there's another place across the way that's called fairmont park and each little community within the city has their own Right group that is able to talk to the city about what they want to see in their communities, get grants, and do things in their own little subset of houses. I think it's typically civic leagues are typically eight hundred or so rooftops. Okay, gotcha. There are about or, I, know I know mine is about eight hundred, yeah. but there are some that are much it's larger. Such and a some great that way to break smaller. it down, and it gives you access to local government. And if you need to get things done, it's like a local way to advocate for change or you know really yeah. find out what's going on in your neighborhood. yeah because we even had like a mental health center in oh, our community cool. and but the, they they weren't doing business proper or they it was a old folks home that was really shady really bad and mm. we ended up getting it out of the community wow and then now it's a mental health shelter during the day there are people that come there that get support in like learning how to spend their money if they have them so it's we are, have a lot of control over what comes into our community. Like the Dollar General wanted to come to the community, and a lot of folks were like, "No, we don't want a Dollar General here," and we're able to tell the city, "No, we don't. We don't want them to have a permit because that's not something that we want in the community. That could be a great thing. It can be a terrible thing, but it really is up to that neighborhood. Yeah, the neighborhoods get to see. There's power in civic leagues. Yeah, so power to the civic leagues. But yeah, so that's that's going to be just another. Um, Another, I, I say, a blessing and a challenge at the same time. Yeah, that's How cool, about though. you? What's good? So I would say last week we were really busy with podcast stuff, and we were always working hard, but last week was fun. We went to a Summit Against Hate, and it brought together, gosh, like 
just a whole group of people working yeah. um, to advocate for peace and diversity. So there was like LGBT there, um, Islamic um, um, was religion was represented, Jewish. I mean, it was great. Um, and then we met a Islamic woman that's going to come on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, and I'm yeah, excited yeah, yeah. about that because, you know, it's important. Jackie and I have one point of view. It's a black and white. But, like, obviously we know there's many different perspectives, yeah. religious-wise, you know, race-wise. So anytime we can get someone on the podcast with a different view that's lived a different experience, I'm excited. Yeah. yeah. So I, she was, I was super excited because I was trying to tap. I know there's a Islamic um, community here. Mm-hmm. I just never met anyone, you know, so I didn't have access to that. You community. had to go to that hood. Right. Yeah. I have and not had to get that, that hood. Right. And I, and I thought about, there's a center here, and I thought about just walking in. And, and t- I was intimidated, and the woman said, you should have just done it. And I was like, all right. Anyway, so I'm excited. That's great. And then on Friday, we told we did a live storytelling event. Yes. And that was so much fun. Yeah. So we told the story behind our podcast. And I will say the response was so encouraging. It mm-hmm. just felt so great. I don't know what I was expecting, but it was just fun to see people's live reactions. Because when you podcast, it's like yeah. we don't see people's reactions. We see Bruce's reaction. Yeah, we see the yeah, our Bruce podcast dog. <laughs> and he doesn't really care no. about unless he's getting... You are talking out. again, women. You right. are talking again. Right. He just stares at us like, <laughs> uh, whatever. But people were just so interested in the podcast. And then afterwards, we kind of had like a mini line, which was fun. Because people really were like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. Yeah. We're excited. Like, we want to know what you're doing. Um, and then we got people interested in our Just Dinner initiative. Yes. Let me tell you what's so funny about <laughs> about our storytelling. Yeah. Because we were like, you know, Christina and I, we, we prepare. There's a whole mental pre- pre- preparation part of thing. Yeah. And then there's us talking together, mapping out what we mentally saw. So, like, at the last minute, I'm like, Christina, in the middle of this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say great. three words. I'm gonna say three yeah. words, and I'm just gonna tell you like everybody's gonna respond. But to I this. didn't know what you were gonna say. No, you had no idea. That. I didn't I want it. No Christina idea. had no idea, but she trusts. This is the level of trust because of she, I would. She, anyway, she has a high level of trust for me because she's like, okay, yep, yeah. okay. So we do it, and my words were, say it loud, and immediately the crowd responds back like. Just because I feel like, you know, as black people, like, we have these things that connect. Like, we're so connected through all the stuff that we do. And we've got to be yeah. more connected with having these conversations. And Christina's face was like, what? I know. It's like, what? Well, because what does the crowd say back? Yeah. What does the crowd say? What did they, we're black? I'm black and I'm, I'm proud. Bla- I'm black and I'm proud. Yes. Yeah. And people were laughing at my reaction because I was like, oh, that's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was cool that a whole community knew what to say in response to what you were yes, saying. Yes, but afterwards, cool. I think it's so cool. This is why I say Christina is so it's trusting. Like, this is this relationship. She was like, I was so nervous about what if yeah, nobody responds to you. That's what I was nervous about. <laughs> not nervous about what you're going to say because you always add value. And I, that is not what I was worried about. But I was like... What if they don't know what to say? She's acting up here and saying something. (laughs) I'm like afraid there's going to be crickets. (laughs) Anyway, but no, everyone really responded. Oh, yeah. And everyone responded to that. And I loved it. And people laughed at my reaction because I was like, oh, that's really cool. But they loved your honesty. I could see faces when she was like, oh, I've been cussed out. Oh, yeah. So I shared a story. I'm sure maybe you guys have heard it where we were promoting an event and I was cussed out by an older black woman. Yeah. 
And, and I was honest, I did not downplay it because it happened. Yep, it and and we ended up, you were there, and we ended up working it out, though. Yep, you yep. know, and the woman hugged me. Her name was Mama T, and she hugged me afterwards. Yeah. So it was fine. So we're just all up in hoods yes. doing good. Yes. It was, so this was a fun week for your neighbor's hood. Yeah, hopefully you share what's good in your hood with us. Yeah. Well, because this episode, we are, we're, oh, yeah. we're spending skin yes. in this episode. Yes. You got your debit card. <laughs> You got your white card, I yeah. got my black yeah, card. Yeah, white card, black card. Oh. And I, yeah, I shared about weaponizing whiteness, which I feel like is more of a known topic. Maybe not, but I understood what I learned was what the black card or weaponizing blackness was. I had yeah. no idea. Yeah. I never thought that you could weaponize blackness or play a black card. Yeah. I never really thought about black it. card, it's in most people's wallets. Yeah. And I also talked about how I can't call out the black card. <laughs> like, if I say that someone's pulling a black card, it doesn't work. But it, yeah, it, you know, it. listen to the conversation. Look, I can do, yeah, yeah, I can do what I want. But anyway, yes, please yeah. just listen to the conversation. Listen to the conversation, because it's a good one. A good we could still go on and on. I know, I, sorry, I don't want to give no, the No, but seriously. But it's a, good, it's a good topic, and I'm already ready to keep talking. Yes, and so if you want to continue the conversation, don't hesitate to get on IG. Okay, so what are we talking about today? All right, so look. You came up with this one, I like. The radio, I love, I mean, I don't get to listen, I don't listen to it as much because I like to, I've been trying to listen to music that doesn't have words. It's so great. I need to do it. It would listen, help my stress level. Yeah, I listen to music that doesn't have words for a while and my kids have turned me on to all kinds of random stuff. That's great. It's No, it's really weird. You're like, uh the music is very weird when you get into Bobo T is a song. Anyway, so a couple weeks ago, I had some blank space and I ended up listening to the radio station, which at the time was playing reruns of old episodes. Yeah. Um, I listen sometimes to Breakfast Club in the morning. Mm-hmm. And for those of you guys who don't know, Breakfast Club is a nationally syndicated radio uh, show with two gentlemen, Charlemagne Nagard, Charlemagne Nagard, Charlemagne Nagard, Charlemagne Nagard, DJ Envy, and Angela Lee, and they have all kinds of people yeah. on the show. And um, Charlemagne does, and he's kind of a shock jock in his own right, um, does this segment called Donkey of the Day, where he says he gives people credit for their own stupidity, mm. whatever that looks like. <laughs> it's funny. And so he was, had an interview with Monique, and it kind of, it's funny because we, my husband actually was listening to the interview and called me and was like, Jackie, I'm listening to this interview again, and I had to turn it off. He was like, I turned on my satellite radio. He's like, I had to turn it off because it just doesn't make sense. Like, mm-hmm. it just, the way that she is speaking and the way that she is weaponizing her blackness is just, it's, yeah. it's disturbing. So I was like, wait a minute, content. Yeah, right. I know. I love that. <laughs> so I turned it on and I'm listening. I got a chance to listen to the whole, whole interview. Well, a while back, Monique, um, who is a comedian, and actress, you might know her from Precious and the Parkers oh, way yeah. back in the day. Uh-huh. And um, 
and just comedy in general felt like she was being slighted by Netflix by only being offered a quarter of a million dollars, something. I don't know what the dollar amount, but not being offered enough for a Netflix special. And if you know you, if you're a Netflix or like me, you know, like Netflix is good. Those comedy specials can be mm-hmm. amazing. So she compared it to like she first she didn't get she didn't get make enough as some of the bigger names like David Chappelle and gosh my I just proved right <laughs> like David Chappelle any of the other big guys Chris Rock and all those guys and then she turned into I didn't get offered enough, as much as Amy Schumer and it was a whole debate about is it about relevancy or is it about race race yeah. or gender because it, the the argument kept shifting and. Charlemagne, she came onto the show and kind of challenged Charlemagne for giving her donkey of the day when she was in the news previously. And it got me to thinking about, as I listened to her, I too am getting annoyed because I understand that we live in a society where uh, people get upset over the black card and they have these ideas of black people making everything a race issue. And I feel, in my opinion, she's doing that. It's like, you're making this a race issue and is there a race issue related to it? Yes. But in your case, I don't think it is a race issue. <laughs> right. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. Are you being discriminated against based on race? Yeah. So, or is it, you brought this up, are you even relevant right now? You know what I mean? They're, maybe they're giving you that because based on the last body of work that you put Your forth. value, right? Yeah. Because we were talking about how in that field... You're only as good as the last thing you produced and how much money you can bring in. What did you remember one time you said, yeah, Amy Schumer's making that money because she sold out Madison Square Garden. Right. And I do it again. I, and I'm of the agreements. I agree with uh, Charlemagne the God, the radio horses, hosts do. I, is Amy Schumer my kind of comedy? Right. No, but she's somebody kind of comedy. And she's working. Yes. Yeah. And she sells. That doesn't mean that I'm saying these people are funny or that um, her body of work is any less than what it is. She is a legend. She has paved the way. But her ability, their ability to make money off her is what is that question. Mm-hmm. And so to have her say, hey, black folks, y'all need to boycott Netflix or mm. to, to try, try to, to call rally, you to action, to rally us around something that is like, come on, like, right. no, I don't. Yes, there is a disparity. Right. So it's like a tough line because you get frustrated. I get frustrated with people that do that. And she's not the first person that right. I've seen do. I get frustrated with people that do that um, because we we say this on our shows that racism colors a lot of what we do. Mm-hmm. Like that is a that is a right. known, and I don't think that should stop people from hesitate, make people hesitate from bringing mm-hmm. bringing right. it up. Right. Yeah, for bringing it up, there are instances where it's relevant. yes, yeah. But when you see this, you're like, God, we don't get to, we cannot make mistakes. Well, like I thought this. it was interesting that you brought up that it was weaponizing blackness because I only thought of it from the perspective. I didn't think that mm-hmm. black people could weaponize their blackness. I thought, you know what I mean? It's like, to mm-hmm. me, it was the argument of like, can black people be racist? No, I think it's different. Yeah. I, I think it's is different. It? I think it yeah. is different. Because I just didn't think that black people could de- could weaponize their race. Be, it's so interesting. It's just different to me. Yeah, it's different. About you know, you're like, well, how does that actually yeah, work? Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Because we do talk about it. I think we've, I don't know if we've done an episode on it, but no. just talked about when white women. Yeah, so we can give an example of what weaponizing is in general of, yeah, yeah, of yeah. a race. But like a big, because um, I think I could hear people say, I felt this way too, weaponizing, like that sounds really dramatic. But what it what it's referring to is like, so say a white woman in particular, um, this has happened many times and they 
black women like to use this in our relationship, like to use this mm-hmm. example, that white women will cry often when confronted with something they may have said that was inappropriate mm-hmm. when pushed on issues of race. And so they're weaponizing their tears. Or when the police show up and they realize that they're being told they're wrong, right. they start crying. Right. So or, it's like trying to play your race card because you've been called out or something's happened and you're trying to center yourself, center your emotions and say, I'm the victim. Mm-hmm. It's really playing the victim. It is. And it, I'm not wrong. I've been wronged. Mm-hmm. And it's gotten so many black people killed. Yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, the, Oh, well, there's the weaponization of it. Yeah, it's got... So, but that goes to the larger question of how can black people do that? Because you ain't getting no white people We're not people getting killed. people killed, but it, it, so if we're doing a scale, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, like, true. if we're doing a, a scale... continuum. Yeah, like... Yeah, okay, all right. <laughs> if we're doing a continuum, yeah. you've got the Emmett Till of weaponizing yeah. for white women, and then you've got the when police show up and crying, and then you've got the in average conversation saying... You're threatening your words. You feel like you're threatening me. Mm -hmm. Because you see that like, no, I'm not talking harshly to you and I'm not threatening you. Or when like black women get passionate or excited. And they're like, I feel like you're threatening me. Yeah. And it's like, no one needs to come save you. Right. You're nothing. Well, and you're also not at risk. (laughs) Nothing's going to happen to you. No, so like I think that's the I get it. The, yeah, you brought it home for me. I was like, I definitely obviously understand how white people do it or where they do it, you know, um, and the danger in it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think on the black side of things, I think the danger in it is if you're always pulling a race card, like you you just said, you don't get to do that a lot because pe- people are unfortunately already tired of it mm-hmm. and feel like black people make everything about race. Yeah. That's the thing is European Americans don't exist in a vacuum. Yeah. Let me Can you explain what, the, what do you mean by that? That means that you get the opportunity to be individuals. Yes. Oh, you get yeah. the opportunity to exist in, in many different spaces yep. and be, you are a variety. You're not just one. Multiple voices. Y- yes. Got it. And then so black people don't necessarily have that luxury, right? We can't. So when we live in a place where historically black people aren't allowed to have this sort of recognition and validation of their feelings of belonging or being who they are when one is for one speaks up that speaks for us all yeah and that's that history wise so right. it's like when when she, when somebody in this instance for me looking at it and didn't monique do a lot of da- no i think people in, in the, do a lot of damage no i think that people in our community kind of looked at her like Really? Come on, man. Come on. Come on, man. And I think that just, that's a, I don't say that's a good thing, but I think we're in a better place because you have other black voices that are, we're, we're starting to come out in a place where there are lots of different black voices to listen to. Right. Variety. Yes. So, because I think white people always forget that. Like, we assume, we just make stereotypes about the black community all the time. You know what I mean? And just think that all of you are Democrat. All of you are liberal. Yeah, you know true. what I mean? That's just one small example but we don't really see that and it's very interesting that y'all have different just like anybody have different opinions on things yeah i mean but people do find that very interesting that we think i did it first you guys think differently yeah you don't all agree with each other you know what i mean (laughs) 
and I and then I remember thinking, I remember being surprised by that. Just I was, and then I'm like, there are people just like me, <laughs> like white people disagree on. And I mean, there's there are sure, certainly coalitions within white people, yeah, but yeah, we yeah. have so much diversity in what we think and believe. It would be the same for you. It, yeah, so why, why not? It? Why Every not? culture would be the same. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, not just black people. Yeah, and so when you have that, and you're already trying to combat the this imagined. Um, danger of us and having a voice. If you go back to when we were talking to the curly professor and she was talking about, well, smart black people were considered dangerous. Mm, and blah, blah, blah. Educated so, black people. Yeah, yeah, so like you go, we're, we have to be very meticulous and very Fortunately, you have to be more on it with that. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, and white people weaponize their... We get to weaponize our whiteness all the time. And here's the thing. Have very little blowback for it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, it, 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 I, now I would say maybe with the tears or getting people killed or those things, there has been what it, I'm putting, we say, the court of public opinion. Right. You know, so I there agree. is blowback on that. Mm-hmm. Which rightfully so, in my opinion. Yeah. You know, it depends on the situation. But if you're truly trying to pull a race card as a white person and assert your dominance over a situation, then you deserve to be called out. You deserve to be called out because yeah. it's scary. It, it is that, and that is, and there is the difference too. Is that is the black card real? Absolutely. Look, <laughs> it's it's a real thing. But um, when when the when the black card is used. When it is put in a situation and valid or not, um, it, it looked at. It could be looked at as us being complainers or us bonding right. together. When the white card is used, you could get some very interesting things, right. like Jordan Davis, Tamir right. Weiss, Trevon, yeah. Trayvon Martin. Like I perceive this person, and it's not. It, I guess that's not weaponizing the whiteness, but I, what I'm saying it is very dangerous. When um, it can be dangerous when white people center yeah their, themselves, their yeah, selves and their and, fear or um, their feelings. Yeah, that's what the problem is. We see it all the time. Mm-hmm. White people center themselves in most things. The other thing is they don't even know that they're centering themselves. That's yes, that's the problem. No, no idea. The late I was watching that video of this lady and I crying about the the young boy that she thought touched her behind, and oh, I was yeah. just like. Oh, no, 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 you didn't even give this situation a chance. You made this, like, stop, don't cry. Right, you made it about race right away. Right away, yes. Yes. And so when I look at Monique, I'm like, you can not do that. You don't have as many slip-ups as white people. You don't do that. You don't have any chances, yeah. Yeah, but like I said, I'm blessed that we live in a time where we have someone that is also chocolate mm. that can challenge that chocolate without doing damage right. to the fact that yes there are a lot of issues that revolve around race yeah. you know what I'm saying because there are people who show up and then they completely devalidate it and be like well race is never an issue in this thing right. in our community right. and now you're doing more damage that's interesting they say that uh, yes have you huh. okay so I don't know if you've heard of the turning point <laughs> turning point is a group of well, okay, so Candace Owens, mm-hmm. let me just, that she's a part of that group, but she, I love the way she speaks. I love the work that she does, but oftentimes for me, um, the problem that I have with her is that she's a young African-American woman who thinks race has nothing to do with anything. Oh, wow. Okay. So even like doing my homework for the show, I watched her do a uh, video on the black card and the way she explained it was like, Black people use the black card to get rich, to do all these different mm. things. And it's like, that's not the case. Like, 
she was she equated it to, well, I grew up in a home that was disciplined and we read the Bible and we did this and we never used our blackness to get ahead. Mm. You know what I mean? We never used our blackness for anything. We used our good values and things like that. Assuming that anybody who was ever, this is if I was a white person watching, I would assume that when black people put race in there or they get where there's affirmative action where these these things, that's them just using their blackness to get ahead Mm. or this gym. So then you create this paradigm of people who think that anytime the black card is put in hand, then it's, it's always a bad thing. Right. It's always a bad thing. When again, sometimes it's a real thing, right? Does that make sense? Yeah. When yeah, sometimes it's real, and there's other times it's not, or it's inappropriate to yeah. not inappropriate, but it's not the right case. Yeah. Wow. And I just think it's for 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 me looking at the when I see the black card is using it in a sense of like solidarity, like yeah. like y'all, we have to come together. Like you see this issue, you see what it is. Like you gotta yeah. come. Hey, Jackie. I'm hungry. We've been podcasting all day, and I need a snack. Ah, girl, you are always hungry, but I always have something for you. Mm-hmm. you a big snack or a little snack? Little snack. All right, let me see what I've got in here. How about some iced tea kettle corn? Girl, that's my favorite one. I know. And we always get our favorite popcorn from Pop Culture Pops. Yes, let me get mine out. Get me some jungle pop fever. What's in that one? With the Oreo cookies and the caramel corn. Oh, so man. good. We love it. So you, if you live in Hampton Roads, you should go downtown 112 Granby Street. Go into the store and they have, just like the name says, pop culture, popcorn named after pop culture. Yeah, you like Alicia Keys? Get you some Alicia Key Delicious. You like Kanye West? Get you some Cayenne Western popcorn. <laughs> we love it. We can't say enough. So go check it out. And if you don't live here, you can always go online. Yep, go to pop. I forget to call that out though like so if I looked at Monique and was like no you're using your black card I would get in so <laughs> you're much you're going trouble. to hell <laughs> yeah there I'm but but so you see there's a fine and I'll now it looks like I'm centering whiteness but I'm just trying to yeah. bring it <laughs> isn't this funny yes like, you know like this is the line we like, walk it is the line it is the line we walk so you understand what I'm always going through but I'm always trying to bring a different perspective yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. we do and so I was just thinking like you can call out Monique I can't though if I call Monique out and be like that is what are you talking about like here's x y and z of they're not discriminating against yeah. you and it could be true I can't do that no you you go to which hit. I don't know if that's I'm right I don't know no, it's true saying, though no but yeah you'd be you, you know so it's like you would you get in all kinds of trouble as a white person for saying telling a black person that it's not that this isn't about race and I I could think of instances where that is dangerous in itself too because yeah. Say you are a white boss and you, there's a line you have to walk and you're firing someone that's of color. You could have a lot of blowback on you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're saying that you're that you're you are discriminating against them, but maybe you're really not. So that's you know, okay. that, you know yeah. it's just hard. It's hard to distinguish when it's appropriate to yes. put race into things. And yes, when it's not. And yes, exactly. <laughs> no, that's all I'm trying to say. And I'm not trying to like. W- bring in just the way no you gotta bring that in that's how we need that's that perspective yeah exactly. so it's hard for you because i'm thinking about monique i couldn't really have an opinion i mean i could but i could but there's also i could have an opinion but there's also the possibility of blowback yeah for, for me yeah or white people yeah okay. but that that's what i'm saying is that there are there are people who are just not great people right and that 
will put those things into play. Right. On both sides. Right. Absolutely. I sound like Donald Trump. There are good people on both sides. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> that one we know not to be true. No, but yeah. there are people in the, I believe, in the white community, the European-American community, that do, they're purposely looking for ways to pick apart that. that yeah, absolutely. That, that, that aspect of things because yeah. we didn't like we weren't born into this exclusive club of right. of whiteness if that makes any no, sense where it's like you have so like that's kind of our thing like can we have that like can we have the black card can we that's right. so that's what people or like, should you have it be able to have it should we give it to you more often than not see so that's what you so but then it's like should you give it to me right oh, right right <laughs> you gotta give how you gonna give me a right. black card you know what right. i mean it's so much, it's so many like landmines and layers. To step on. Yeah, exactly. To step on. And we, it's funny because we both feel like we're stepping around it. Eggshells. <laughs> yeah. But it's true though. Because I'm saying, like, I worked with a guy while I was in active duty that would always say that the only reason why he, he would point it out to me that the only reason why I was successful, one was because I was a woman. Wow. And one because and two because I yeah. was black. And he's like, you're always gonna do better than I am because you're a woman and you're black. And I'm like, listen, just because you're 17 years in and I'm seven years in and we're at the same point yeah. in our career, it has everything to do with the kind of attitude you portray. Mm-hmm. It had everything to do with the fact that he was a crusty old white guy with a shitty attitude. Right. And it, actually, white had nothing no, to do with it. Well, and there's no proving to him. No, there's... It's impossible to have that conversation no, with. No, there was no because way to have that conversation. what are you going to say? I mean, he's well, never going to believe you. No. Because he's stuck in that way of thinking for himself, mm-hmm. you know? And that comes with that uh, privilege of white people not have, not even having to be aware of what you're doing. And then, but on the same coin, Christina, I have to recognize that there are some advantages to being a woman and being black because mm-hmm. in the community that I was in, women and black people were excluded and if you're going to make change in in leadership you're going to find good women and good people of color and bring them up so that you can diversify the top so that we do better below right i love that diversify the top so we do better below yeah right so like is he wrong yes and no yeah that's why this is so complicated he's wrong because i worked my ass off particular situation he was wrong but he, but he was right too. Right. Is that I do have an advantage being a woman and being a minority in an all white playing field where they're trying to get more women and minorities to be a part. This, it, it is the same thing with women. It really is. <laughs> I mean, it's very similar. So sometimes I'm, I recognize that being black is a strength mm-hmm. for me. And I say, hmm, but I'm going to be damn good at it. Right. You're not going to be able to say it's just because, because I'm black. you're black. You're going to have to recognize the, the fact same, that I'm I, I can relate as a gangsta. woman. Right. <laughs> well, I, would, like, I would never ever want to be elected or put in a position of power because I was a woman. Yeah, no. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That would be, It's it's got to be similar in the sense of like, I want it because I'm the most qualified. Absolutely. You know, like not because. But you're always forced to validate. And right. you do, and you, we even had these conversations before where you're like, okay, my hair is blonde. Right. I dress nice. Right. Now I have to like really show up. Then and I black people are doing harder. That yeah. All the time. Right. Like, Never okay, I'm black, you know, uh, they think I'm probably a firm in action higher, so I need to work harder. I have to be and that can be strong. exhausting way. It is an exhausting way to exist. You know it is. I do. I mean, I can't speak to the level that you do, but I do understand of always having to qualify who you are, what you're doing, that you're actually deserve a seat at the table Mm. and that you're smart. And it's not going to stop. And that's why I said, it's never going to stop me from having the solidarity that I have with 
my other chocolate skin people I love that. would sense. That's not, I get it. There are people out there that will say everything is it's about race and, and, and gender. I I understand that. But that's not stopping me from saying I recognize when it is, when it isn't for right. me, in my opinion. And have I been wrong? I don't know. Maybe. Right. Um, but I'm still going to come to the table, the best version of myself. That you do, can. Yeah, I love and that. And do the things that I can. I'm not what you can. And yeah, and I'm not going to be an asshole in a situation and hype it up without seeing the perfection. Yeah, mm-hmm. or the best picture that I can. Right. Yeah, because you can only see so much and know so much. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's that's just as much, you only have access to so much. Yeah. But yeah. I learned a lot on this one. Really? Yeah, from you. I never heard. I never thought about weaponizing blackness. Yeah. I mean, I and I, I never really thought about you. I never thought about using the the race card, mm-hmm. because I just always look at it from the view of yeah. Like I would have heard Monique and be like, oh yeah, wow, that really sucks. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like wow, you're probably getting discriminated against. So mm-hmm. here you say like, it's not always about that. And sometimes it's not, and sometimes people can't see that. Right. That it's not always about that. Has she had to deal with discrimination? Of course. Race. Probably age and yeah. and gender. Industry. Yeah. Yes. Valid. Right. True. But let's like look at this situation that we in particular as a business person. Right. Let's look at this situation. And I cannot be on your team on this one. Right. And that's okay. Like, and white people understand we're not always on the same team, just like you are. Right. Right. There is that privilege. I think we got to work towards making white people aware of that. Mm. But yeah, and black people understand that there are situations where huh, you're just being an a hole. <laughs> <laughs> that is so. I got an uncle that was always talking about the man, but he never showed up to work on time. He was always halfway drunk. I'm like, the man ain't keeping you down. You keeping you down at yeah. this point. Like, right. you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> like, let's just look at the facts here. <laughs> no. Yes. So that's what I'm saying. Is I that, love that it is. Two sides to a very delicate coin. Yes, very delicate. Eggshells. Skit. Then I saw the puns. <laughs> and I know that it's hard for you to say. Yeah. Black card, but I was like, I know, it's like, oh, God. Okay, can I talk about the black card? Can I talk about when I think it's wrong? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't I don't know. make the rules here, Christina. Exactly. Who makes them? Society. People. Yeah. yeah. People around Court me. Court of public opinion. Court of public opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Kind of do better. That was an uncomfortable one. <laughs> Some are more uncomfortable than others. You've done great, Christina. Thanks. We did it. We sat through it. Mm-hmm. So I, what? Now what? So what? Now what? Well, I think for the white community, because this, I, what I learned through this one is like, I mean, I know the black community is diverse, but like just understanding that they don't speak with one voice. Yeah. You know, I think it's going to, sh- I think some pe- white people are going to listen to this and be like, wow, Jackie really thought that. You know, she didn't side with. Mm-hmm. The woman of color, she didn't automatically assume it was a race thing. Mm-hmm. She looked at it from a bigger picture. So for white people, just realize that, like, just like our, it's the same in our community. Just we get to have many opinions that don't ever, that don't have to do with each other. Mm-hmm. The black community, any one of color communities is exact same. Yes. It's exact same. Yeah. Now what? And don't weaponize your whiteness. Don't center yourself. That's another thing. So yeah. look at like if if a person of color is calling you out or you're in an awkward situation and you want to cry or you want to interrupt someone of color, re, kind of stop and look at that and say, hey, you could be centering yourself in this situation, yeah. which means making the situation all about you and your feelings. And your own feelings. Yep. So my SOA is, is the black card is real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's an exclusive club. Yep. And that's not going to change. 
Um, but the now what is, I think, as a as a as a woman of color, is that I or just people of color that we've got to be better with each other. I think and mm-hmm. saying when you know your friend, family member, or whomever is really they're using the card and they're using it inappropriately, you need to decline that card. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, or at least respectfully decline because while race is it paints every everything that we do. We know we are in a nation where it's fabric. Fabric racism is in the fabric. You know, it's in the red, the white, and the blue. That still shouldn't stop us from calling a spade a spade and saying yeah. you're right or you're wrong or I believe because it is in your, your own opinion. Yeah. Because what they're saying is based off their own beliefs. Because I should have told my uncle. No, it's because you're lazy and you're drunk. Right. It's not no, the, man the man's not holding down. down. <laughs> let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, let's the be man honest. does hold black people down. Absolutely. That's but, facts. Yeah. But in this situation, you you're not guys, helping. Right. <laughs> Showing up to work drunk is like, hey, half drunk. You know, yeah, you're not helping. Right. And that goes back to smarter, faster, stronger. Like you already this is the the um the old tale of being a chocolate per- or a person of color is is the adversity. Yeah. Is the 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 hustle, is the struggle. It just is what it is. It's a part of the story for most. Right. For most. It has to be that way. It just it is we yeah. can't change that. And I but I think that is what makes our triumphs so amazing mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. We're oh, still absolutely. doing first, y'all. We're still doing first. What is we have I the first black that. woman on the as the director of the floor taking for Congress. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, we are still doing first. Yeah. And we just have to keep doing first. Right. I've always been amazed at the strength of the black community. Mm-hmm. I love it. Just based on like history yeah. and then the way that you guys overcome and still you know mm-hmm. what I, it's just yeah. That's a whole other And still I rise, my and Angela. are funny and like fun. And like- <laughs> Listen, I'm going to tell you something. I said, I am so, I keep telling my husbands, I am so excited about more of black people, people of color, period. Like, and yeah. women getting in politics, but black people in general, I'm so excited about them getting into politics because we have been jonesing our whole I lives. I forget what that means. Jonesing, like telling jokes, cracking jokes oh, yeah, on yeah. each other. Like, I was like, when I think about having to be on your toes in conversations. I'm like, yes, like this is where you thrive. Roast, it's like a roast. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Only with facts and I, love I just it. love it. So I was watching a debate and I was just like, this, I don't know if this guy knows that he's getting roasted. Like, I love it. I love right. it. I love to see that wit, all that, look, all of that, that shit talking wit. on the bus. All of your cousins yeah, talking about, about Jonesing. Jonesing, yeah. Um, we were in a conversation with another guy. We have Jay. Uh-huh. Um, he's another black uh, guy, and you guys are talking about Jonesing. Jones. What the hell is that? Yeah, yeah, that's what I feel like debates are. It's like yeah. Jonesing with right. facts. Got it. I'm learning. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm excited. Yeah. Get involved. Yes. Do something. This this one got you fired up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, I love. I'm it. mad. She mad. But I ain't stressing. That's Kendrick Lamar. Oh, gotcha. Good. Drop them lines in there. I like it. All right. I think that's all I got. That's it. All right. Okay. So stay open. Stay curious. And make it a great day. (laughs) Bye. Bye. And a big thank you to our sponsor, Pop Culture Gourmet Popcorn. Ding.